What's up guys? We're getting into 2024 and I'm extremely excited for your growth. We are giving the next 12 months to make something amazing happen. And what I want to do on this episode is I want you to think about the number one goal that you want to accomplish in 2024. A goal so damn freaking big that if you were to achieve it and fail at it, all the rest would still make this year a, a success. Now, once you have that one big goal in mind, I want you to eliminate all the rest from your list because they do not matter. And I want you to dedicate the next 12 months to achieving that one goal. And today what we're gonna do is we're gonna break down that massive goal into a measurable steps that you can follow the months of the year. Then break down those steps into action steps that you need to take week by week, uh, the day by day, and even by the hour. Now, it is possible for you to make massive progress towards goals that will change your life if you, number one, give yourself enough time to realistically make that progress, and number two, you're patient, and number three, break it down into actionable daily small steps, okay? Those small daily wins, and that's when I'm going to break down what worked for me and how we can make it work for you while working a nine-to-five. So as we're excitingly heading into the new year, I just want to thank you guys uh, the PT legends and, and and also the people watching this from the podcast because I'm going to make two things off of this. I just want to thank you guys so much, my clients, for trusting the, the PT legends. Or if you're on the podcast, thank you so much for the support and possibly being a PT legend in the future. Either way, our number one goal or our core value inside of PT legends, actually, one of our number one core values is our clients come first. And my job is to today transfer my skills, behaviors, and character traits into you so that you can achieve the same results that I have. And in due time, with patience, resilience, consistency, and an actionable plan and courage, you will. With that said, I'd like to share how I'm going into 2024 with a plan to 4X my business and how you can too. But 4Xing your business won't work without a plan of action, targets, and predictable data. The goal for me personally just to share it is $5 million in cash collected in 2024. And so I'm taking a moment today to analyze, which today is the December 31st, what needs to be done to get there. And if it's you know January 1st when you watch this, it's okay, it's never too late to set up a plan of action. But if you wanna hit 10K a month, 20K a month, 100K a month, or whatever it is, I suggest that you do the same today. And that's gonna come down to numbers, data, uh, plan of action, also known as AKA a strategy. A strategy means just actually planning out what your day is to get there. And we want to reverse the micro actions required to get there, meaning how many messages, call to actions, book calls, show up, uh, show up rate, uh, close calls, and what, how many people you need to close out of that. When you have a, a daily, weekly, and monthly target, it makes things predictable, scalable, and you see we, we have to peel that onion back. We have to peel back the layers to find what the daily actionable plan is, hour by hour, minute by minute. Small measurable goals equals attainable, actionable, and predictable success and income. So let's reverse engineer what you need to do to hit your goals in 2024, and then most importantly, make it a non-negotiable list to hit those daily, weekly, and monthly targets. Write them down every night, and write down 10K a month six times at the top of it, okay? And this just puts your mind and your vision in the right place. And I'm gonna walk you through 
the framework that I use. And I also want to tell you a story before I get into the activities. This is what I want you to think of. Because I think oftentimes what we need to do is ask yourself, what am I getting from this? Right? I used to go through uh, a little bit of depression. And I want to tell you a, a, just a real quick story. And I totally support mental health and all that stuff. So don't get, you know, don't take this the wrong way. But even being depressed has a benefit, which is you don't have to do anything. Right? So what do I get from acting depressed? I don't have to do anything. Right? When people are depressed, they're like, I don't, I'm not doing anything because I'm depressed. I don't have to show up to work. I, I can tell my girl I'm depressed and I don't need to see her. I don't have to be a productive member of society, essentially. I don't have to enter stressful situations. I don't have to do the things I don't want to do. People feel bad for me, and most people won't say this, be, but it's the truth. right? When, when you act depressed or you feel depressed, people b- feel bad for you and you get attention, and most people won't admit to that, but it's the truth. Now, what happened with me is I actually recognized this and I realized that I was I was gaining something by actually blaming it on depression, which is honestly pretty pathetic and I'm not cool with that. So I think a lot of people blame the label and say, that's why I don't change. And those could be many labels. That could be you being a busy father, busy professional. That can be you having multiple kids. That could be you working a nine to five. But all of those labels, there's a scenario where someone else did it. So I think if more people would say, what do I gain when I act as if this label was true? And if they weren't so adverse to the fact that it can be untrue, then they would have so much more happiness and growth. So firstly, ask yourself, what do you gain by acting this way of the typical label? And this could be blaming anything. Again, your job, relationships, being a father or whatever. So many people blame their scenario on the label that they are. So think about that moment of people when they act depressed, right? How much attention do you get when you act depressed, right? How much attention do depressed people get? They get more attention than in their whole life when they're depressed. And so that reinforces them to continue acting that way, right? So people are actually just supporting, oh my God, it's okay. Uh, They're getting all this attention and it reinforces them to continue acting or being depressed. So when I realized this, I was like, I actually don't want this attention. So for me, I wasn't like extremely depressed, like clinically depressed, taking pills and stuff. However, it was a behavior that was reinforced. It's like, why do kids cry, right? Just think about it. Why do kids cry? It's for their parents to give them attention. And what's funny is that adults do the same exact shit. So I would look at it and say, what do I gain from not doing what I know I need that I what do I'm sorry, let me say it again. I would look at it and say, what do I gain from not doing what I know I need to do? You're gaining something, right? You're gaining something from acting depressed or claiming that label, or you're avoiding a negative, you're avoiding stress, discomfort, and a possibility of uncertainty. So when people are asking, I don't know why I'm not doing the thing, right? Many, many of my clients, you know, it's not a magic bullet inside the PT Legends. People struggle, people succeed, and so on and so forth. That's coaching for you, just like with weight loss. So when someone says, you know, I know I need to eat chicken and broccoli, I know I need to go to gym, but I don't know why I'm not doing these things. I know what I need to do, but I don't know why I'm not doing this. I know I need to message people. I know I need to, like, I know exactly what I have to do. Eric's giving me the blueprint, but why am I not doing this thing? Because you gain more by not doing the thing than you do by doing the thing. 
So the first thing is identifying that. And second is how can I create a situation where if I do the thing, I gain more and I lose less. So that's why I say engineer your environment and engineer the activity so you don't have a choice. Suddenly you'll find yourself wanting to do the thing because you've created stakes of some sort, right? You've created an actual urgency by having something in jeopardy in a sense, something at stake, right? This is why people benefit from having, so many people benefit from having children. They need something at stake. So, cause you see like, have you ever seen like a someone be a total loser before they have kids? Like a total party animal, he's broke, he's, you know, a complete total piece of crap. And then they have this kid and suddenly their lives are together. And why is that? It's because there's actually something at stake. So they had a higher consequence for not having their life together than they did for staying the same. So how do you manufacture that without actually going and, you know, I'm not saying to go in a sense, like uh, uh, being soft, like baby shit. I realized I had to, you know, move to Miami and move out of my mom's crib. I realized I had to do things where I put myself in a situation where I have to do things in order to put myself in a situation where there's something at stake. Otherwise, I'd have to move back in my mama's crib, right? And that would really suck. Like, how embarrassing would that be? So the cost of not doing the uncomfortable things became higher when I moved because what happened is the consequence grows, which was absolutely unacceptable to me. So changing the way you live, changing the way people, you uh, changing the people you associate with can create a higher consequence for themselves and create higher benefits to doing the thing. So it takes a sit down to say, you know, you got to sit down with you, with yourself and you say, how can, how could I, or in what environment would it be easiest to do the things, right? How do I make it easier to do the things that are good for me and harder to do the things that are bad for me? So everything you do, including your environment, ask, does this get me further or closer to my goals? Does this action take me further or closer to the better life that I want? Ask yourself, what do you gain by not doing what you're supposed to do? And a, a, a good mental framework that I go by is, I, I hated LE Fitness, but the VP always used to say, I must be doing the most productive things at all times. And that always hit me. So when I would be sitting on my ass at the desk, I'd be like, am I doing the most productive things? Is this what my VP would do in this moment to reach a success that he had? So here's a framework that I frequently use. Pick a person that you, you look up to, right? Someone that you look up to the most and use them as your decision-making framework. And ask yourself, would this person do this or not? For me, many times, like when making these decisions, at one point it was actually the VP at LA Fitness because he was like the one that was trying to help me to make better decisions. But then after I read the book um, by Grant Cardone, which is called the, the 10X Rule, and in that book, he's pretty much just like, Every, at all times, I must be taking massive action, right? Whatever you're doing is never enough. So he's very hardcore. And when I read that book, I was like, oh my God, like I'm not doing a 10th or a hundredth of what I need to be doing. You know, he's just, he's just all about massive action. Um, always doing what produces cash flow, like blah, blah, blah. If you know that book, then you know what I mean. And if you don't, then read it. Cause then you can use this as your decision-making framework. So what would they do? Like, would they do this or not? So now what I ask myself is like the people who I look up to are like Grant Cardone, you know, Alex Mosey, so on and so forth. So I'm like, would they do this or not? Like 
they've built hundred million dollar things. Would they be doing this in the in the right now? Would they be doing this thing? And if they wouldn't do it, then don't do it. Right? So whoever you look up to, ask yourself, what would this person do in this scenario? Even simple things as small as like, okay, like my friends are asking me to go out three times a week. Would Alex Hermosi do this to build his hundred million dollar thing? Probably not. And if the answer is no, then don't fucking do it. And use this framework until you have enough skills to actually make decisions for yourself and think for yourself. Because for me, the problem was I never knew how to think for myself. And so it was easier to think, think, would this person do this or not? Right? Even down to when I was at LA Fitness, like, would this person do this or not? Like, would they be sitting on their ass and just scrolling on Instagram looking at hot girls right now? Probably not. So instead, let me do what he would do. Then what you do from this, what you achieve from trying to think about what your successor would look would do or your mentor or the person who you look up to, then you gain critical thinking skills. So that's a that's an amazing framework to go by that has worked for me. So again, find someone that you look up to, find someone who has the life that you want and put yourself in their frame of reference. Would they want to do this? Would they do this? If they wouldn't do it, what would they do instead? If they wouldn't do it, how would they go about it? What would they do differently? If it's often not where you want to be in life, it's better than being where you are and using that framework that you've been, I'm sorry, if it's off, if you're often not where you want to be in life, it's better than being where you are and using this framework that you've been using currently right now, which in many times is not doing shit and blaming things on your circumstances or that label of depression or being a father and so on and so forth. Like what this whole story basically was telling you about. And that can be blaming your life on being busy, having kids, like I said, being depressed, someone passing away or whatever the fucking label is. With that said, let's look at, uh, hopefully this is making sense, right? So with that said, let's look at realistic, measurable daily goals and what I would do to make 10K a month or more or set any goal really in the KPIs. And KPI means, and and hopefully that little story I made uh, makes sense. KPI means key performance indicators. And the highest performers use KPIs to measure their success, growth, and use it even as a framework to make all of their decisions. So what so what what we need to do and what that means is 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 this, right? In simplest terms is what do we need to do to get to XYZ goal? Most of you are targeting 10k a month that are that are listening. So we use 10k as a reference, but this works for any number you're looking to attain organically. Okay, we're going to just talk about organic numbers. Okay, not about using paid advertising cuz then the game changes a little bit, okay? So it simply comes down to your advertising metrics, aka letting more people know about your stuff. Sales metrics, aka how many people said yes to your stuff, and that's it, okay? So it comes down to two things. Advertising metrics, meaning how many people did you know let know about your stuff? And the second thing is sales metrics, aka how many people said yes to your stuff, and that's it. That's all business really comes down to. Comes to how many people did you get in contact with and how many people booked a phone call and how many people did you close? It's that simple. So in this document in front of me, you write your monthly number down. Like what I like to do is every morning I'll write my monthly target goal six times in the morning. So in order for me to hit 5 million, I have to hit about $412,000 per month. So I'm gonna write that down six times every single day in the morning. Now, under that, I like to time block each activity that I need to do in what time and how long, so on and so forth. 
For that time, you want to remove all distractions. That means put your boyfriend on mute, all notifications on mute, and focus on that one and only that one task for that time and allocate your time towards that activity only. You'll find that you'll get more done in that one hour than most business owners get done in one month by doing so. So every night, I write down all the activities I need to do. I put the time that I'm going to allocate towards that activity, and then I actually fucking do it. And that comes down to the time I wake up, to my Starbucks run, and even down to the gym, what time I eat, etc., so on and so forth. This is how you schedule your day and become efficient and effective and actually have a strategy with your time. And this is how you actually get more done in one hour, like I said, than most people get done in a month. Because for that one hour, you're actually just, you're more efficient. You're actually doing that one thing more effectively with a higher skill, with a more focus, so you get more numbers done in one hour versus someone doing the same activity for one hour. So let's say you're messaging you know, people for one hour and you're only doing that and you get, you knock out 50, message versus 50 messages versus the person who does messaging for one hour before that one hour they're messaging, they're messaging their girlfriend, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're um, looking at cat pictures, they're getting distracted on TikTok, they're looking at porno or whatever the fuck they're doing. Now they don't hit their daily target of 50 messages in that one hour, they find that they only hit 10 and then they complain that it takes too long to do the activity. So this is how you become efficient and effective and actually get shit done. So let's go over the average minimum low skill KPIs, meaning skills suck, the required numbers you need to hit. And as your skill gets better, you can get more bang for your buck because your skills are better. Okay, so let's scroll down a little bit right here. Okay, so it takes, they say it takes 100 outbounds to get just 20 replies. Okay, these are average metrics. Out of those 20 replies, five people out of that 100 will say yes to a call. Four of those people should actually show up. One of those people should say yes, meaning here's my money. Again, this is assuming that you suck at sales and messaging. There are people, these are proven like data analysis of, you know, average businesses. So this is your reality, which means if you message 10 people every few days, it's going to take a very long time with outreach to be able to make 10K a month with this, you know, with this strategy of advertising outreach, which also means the reason you're not making 10K a month is your lack of action. With that said, with a $1,500 offer, let's over, go over a realistic and attainable, attainable action steps. So assuming you have only two hours per day to implement, what I want you to do is target 50 messages times seven days a week, which equals 350 messages. And like we said, 100 outbounds equals one closed client, which means $1,500 because we're doing $1,500 offer, which means in seven days of outbound messaging, not including the leads that came from your call to actions and stuff like that, will come down to three clients per week. Three clients equals $4,500 per week. $4,500 times four weeks equals $18,000 per month. Now, let's assume that you have a $1,000 price point and run it down again. Now, I would suggest to do a minimum of $1,500, but at a $1,000 price point, all you got to do, is, it would be $4,000 because you're getting, I'm sorry, $3,000 per week. So that would be $12,000 per month. So that's how you like analyze and break down and peel the, the layers back so you can find exactly what you need to do with your outbound strategy to be able to hit the targets that you want. Now, even if you completely suck and do half of the shit that I say, which would come down to 175 outbounds per week, that would equal one client a week 
meaning you're making $1,500 per week, which comes down to $6,000 per month. That's pretty good fucking money. So even if it takes you three hours per day to do that, dude, you just made more than what you made at your nine to five. So ask yourself, what's the cost of you not doing your fucking daily targets? It's costing you $6,000 or $12,000 or 20 or whatever you, you, you're actually charging, which is more than 99% of you listening make at your current nine to five. Do you know how long it takes to do 50 outbounds? Maybe one to two hours. If you completely suck and you're slow, then maybe three. And by the way, that's totally fine if you suck. Seven years ago, I sucked too. It took me two, three hours as well. So see what I'm doing here is I'm setting daily measurable goals. So depending on your schedule at work will dictate how many messages you can do daily. Even with a 25 messages per day, times seven days equals 175 messages per week, which equals 3.75 book calls per week. So three to four messages, meaning you're going to close like one of those deals. And that's if you, you know, you're pretty decent at closing. But if you miss a day of 25 messaging, it's going to cost you, my friend. That's the cost of inaction or the cost of inconsistency. So the goal here is for someone working a, uh, we're going to set the goal for someone working a nine to five. So it's realistic and attainable. I would say is, 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 is this, let's just recap and break it down. And we'll use even lower conversion percentage uh, to do the, to be the very worst, lowest conversion uh, rate. So before we did a 5% conversion, meaning out of every hundred people that you message, five people book a call. Now this time we'll use a 2% conversion rate, meaning every time you message hundred people, you get two people to book a call. So 50 messages per day equals seven uh, times seven days equals 350 messages per week. That's seven book calls per week. You close one out of five book calls at a $1,500 price point. You should close one to two clients per week. $1,500 times four weeks equals $6,000 per month. Those should be the bare minimum targets that you're setting, the bare minimum standards. Now, how can you double this with less work? Simple. Do 2,000 times four clients and you got $8,000 per month or just a hit, hit it higher targeted messages, right? So you see the problem is that most people will set these targets and one day they'll hit 25 messages and the next day they take off and the next day they hit 20 and they blame it on their cat or their dog or their mom or their depression. So at the end of the day, or I'm sorry, at the end of the week, they hit a total of 100 messages and they're like, why didn't I make 10K a month or close a deal? Well, silly goose with a 2% conversion rate, you're only going to get one client out of there. So you got to set a non-negotiable to hit 350 messages per week minimum. Now, what happens from here is from that consistency of hitting those daily targets, you start to develop better messaging and sales skills. So that 2% conversion rate turns into 3%. And over time, it turns into 4%. And over time, it turns into 5%. This is where 100 people you message, maybe you close two instead of one where you can maximize your efforts, which comes down to consistency, volume, and getting better. They say it takes like 10,000 reps to get great at any skill, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I've heard that many times. So the goal is to get to 10,000 reps as quickly as possible. So at 350 messages per week, you can hit those 10K reps in just eight weeks, which means it takes eight weeks to get at least pretty good at this skill. So as you can see, it comes from the reps, the volume, and consistency, my friends. So what I want you to do now is write down your monthly goal every morning, six times in the morning when you first wake up on a piece of fucking paper. And then under that, you're going to time block each activity that you need to do and what time and how long. For that, remove 
all distractions. That means put your boyfriend on mute again, blah, 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 blah. I've already went through this. And I put an example right here of what that might look like. Of course, it's going to vary for each one of you entrepreneurs, depending on what time you go to work, what time you so on and so forth. But an example could look like this. 5 a.m. wake up, 6 a.m. breakfast, 6.30 a.m. 15-minute Instagram growth strategy, 7 a.m. follow-ups, 7.30 a.m. go to work. You know, 12 p.m., you got a quick little lunch break for 30 minutes to an hour. Post content during lunch break. 12.30, message just 10 people. So we already got 10 new people that we just messaged. 1 p.m., back to work, right? 5 p.m., when you get out of work, respond to leads. That might be 6 o'clock, depending on how long it takes you to get to work, okay? 5.30 p.m. or 6.30 p.m., message 20 new people, right? 6 p.m., take a break, eat some food, relax, okay? 6.30 p.m., back on the ball, message 20 new people. Right, so now we got 50 people done in only what is that? 6:30, 30 minutes of work, another 30 minutes of work, uh, about two to three hours of work per day. Okay, now the only way you're going to be able to hit those targets is if you're doing the the stuff below, which means mute your boyfriend, mute your girlfriend, mute your dog, put your mom on hold, put everything on hold because this is a priority. Priority. It's about prioritizing those tasks and actually doing them. Okay. So hopefully this is making sense. So what I want you guys to do after this is these are your targets and you need to write these down every single day. And then you're gonna place it into a schedule just like I did here. And you're gonna break it down in increments. And you say, okay, 6 a.m. Eric says wake up and then five, you know, 7 a.m. I go to work. So I'm gonna reverse this a little bit and 12 p.m. I'm gonna go hit 20 new people up so on and so forth, create that for you and actually commit to those activities for that time block. And this is how you'll become effective, efficient, and committed to your goals. Okay, so I just wanna thank you guys again so much and I'm super excited for you in 2024 to hit your goals. Please do this, this is detrimental to your success, especially, and actually it doesn't even matter whether you have a nine to five or not, I do this even at this point and I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I'm doing this today, I'm looking at all the numbers that I've done last year or last month and i'm saying okay what do i need to do to get to my next goal and i'm going to break them down little by little chunk it down and i'm going to say okay i need to double this i need to improve this i need to increase this now how do i do that i'm going to crunch it down into small daily actionable steps that i need to do every single day okay this is how many calls i need to take okay this is how many calls my team needs to take okay this is what i need to do this way okay this is how much ad spend i need to do Okay, so I'm going to reverse engineer everything I need to do, and I'm going to mitigate those tasks and locate a small time block for it, okay? I just want to make sure I covered everything here, okay? And this document, I'm going to put below this video in case you want it. That way there, you can grab it and you can start implementing this, okay? Break your business down into chunks. Chunk it down. This is how we set small, measurable, and attainable and predictable goals, minimum goals, okay? And then increase it, it's simple. You just do double of any of these metrics here. You wanna make double the amount of money that we discussed? Do 100 outbounds, right? Meanwhile, your skill's getting better so your conversion rate's going higher anyways, right? 700 messages would equal six closed deals. Plus, if we increase the price of our offer to 2,000, well, we're immediately doubling our monthly revenue, okay? Hopefully this makes sense or increase that show up rate. Right? That's another metric you can focus on. Okay, if only 10% are showing up, obviously if 80% uh, show up, you make more money. Okay, so hopefully this helped guys. I'm super excited for you in 2024 and we'll see you on the next one.